Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lati Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher. And with me today is my co-host, my one and only wife, Rebecca Belcher. Say hi, Rebecca. Hi. Do you have to specify that I'm the only wife? Maybe. The look I'm getting right now, folks, is hilarious. Anyway, uh, my wife is uh, celebrating her 27th birthday, which we celebrated yesterday. Probably shouldn't have said her age, but, you know, I'll probably get a big old bruise on my left arm after this from her punching me. So please be in prayer for me. Please be in prayer that uh, I can heal up from that. Anyway, thank you for joining us today. It's been too long since we've been able to get new content out on the air. And we'll go into some of the reasons why we've been kind of lax, lackadaisical about this. Uh, I do apologize for not getting the content on the air bi-weekly like we said we would. Uh, we have been, we're still missionaries on deputation currently, which is why this podcast is important for us to do. Um, a lot of people listen to this. Uh, we really didn't realize how many people were going to listen to this podcast until we started getting emails about people from all across the world, everywhere from England, Germany, Canada, here in the U.S., Thailand. Uh, people from all across the world are listening this, to this thing. I have no clue why, but... I guess they're interested in missions. I'm joking there, by the way, in case you can't tell. But anyway, we have, we're have we still on deputation, and we have had quite a few meetings here lately. This is really our first week. We're in the second week of June right now as, at the time of recording this, and this has been really the first time we've had any time off to get further work done, which is good. That's a good sign. But... In doing so, we fall behind doing some podcasts. So what we're going to going to be doing is not next Monday, but the Monday after that is going to be our last podcast for the season until September 6th. September 6th is when we will air our season two. We'll have brand new content, brand new visitors coming onto the show, and just brand new stuff that we've learned on the road. Um, and on our survey trip, which we're going to be able to actually take here in August. So praise the Lord. Many of our, our listeners will remember us talking about our survey trip and the situation we were faced there. So just please be in prayer for us. We are not giving up on the, on the podcast. We've seen God work through the podcast way too much for us to just give up on it. It's just things have gotten a little hectic lately, and we need to reorganize a few things. So we're going to be back on September 6th, September 6th, we will be back. So mark your calendars, set a reminder in your phone. If you have an Alexa, make Alexa set a reminder for you. Siri, Alexa, Google, haven't helped us. Nobody uses Cortana, but if you use Cortana, go ahead and do that. Whatever you need, just set a reminder. September 6th, we're going to be back with brand new content. It's going to be practically a brand new podcast. going to be practically brand new. So. With that getting out of the way, we're going to real quick talk about our missionaries of the week. Our missionaries of the week are the Sassers, missionaries to the Jews. These are missionaries that go around doing tent meetings and preaching to Jewish populations here in America. With everything going on here currently, and what we just went through here in the States, with Israel practically going to war, 
the need for this ministry has never been more important. Uh, I believe I was reading a report that among youth evangelicals, which we are as Baptists are classified as, as evangelicals, among youth evangelicals, support for Israel was at an all-time low. Now, how can that be? We are commanded to support Israel. Now, you don't... People will disagree with me here. People will disagree with me here. But the plain, simple fact is that we are supposed to support Israel. They are God's chosen people. So when they get attacked, much like we have been attacked in the past in 9-11 or Pearl Harbor, when they have that same attack happen to them, isn't it kind of hypocritical for us to say that they're in the wrong for defending themselves, but we defended ourselves against our enemies? I mean, come on, folks. God said to support the children of Israel. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curseth thee. Come on, folks. You don't want to get on God's bad, bad side. You want to know how you t how you make an, a parent angry the most? You want to know how you do that? You mess with their kid. That's how you that's how you make an angry parent. That's how that parent comes after you with fury. So just be praying for the Sassers. Be praying for the peace of Israel. They especially need it right now. So please be in prayer for them this week. And so we are at today's topic here on Missions Monday. Bedbugs, ticks, and fleas. Oh my. Oh, and lice. So it's really technically called bedbugs, fleas, ticks, lice. Oh my. Yeah. We've been through a lot within the past couple of weeks, and we're here to tell you a few stories. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and let Rebecca start with one of them. Uh, we Listen, when you talk to missionaries, you're going to hear some horror stories about things that they went through. Um, we've heard some rough ones. We've heard some really rough stories. We really didn't... You don't really believe any of these stories until it happens to you. Now, we didn't face anything like horrible, horrible. It's just things that were too close for comfort. And if we hadn't had been careful, it would have been a lot worse. So starting in Michigan, is that really how far it goes back? Michigan. We spent the whole month up in Michigan up in April. It's been a couple months ago. And, you know, that was a great trip. I semi-like going up to Michigan. I'm joking about that. Michigan's a great state. Just don't ever travel up there in the winter. You're suicidal if you do. But we had several instances where uh, we had some unwanted guests. We had been visiting a local home, a local family's home, up in Michigan, our first week there, and got lice because of it. And worse yet, it got on our six-month-old son. It was it was pretty bad, honey. What what are your thoughts on that issue? Can you elaborate a little more on the story? So essentially, what happened was 
We didn't get an infestation where you have to pick out nits or things like that. We just found a couple of grown lice on our son and on ourselves, which means that we came in contact with someone who had lice. So what I did was I went and found some hair oil and we drowned our hair in oil for a couple of hours. And yes, I know I said drowned it. I'm making fun of her. We, we did the oil for uh, about an hour or so and let our hair sit. And then we scrubbed our hair and we went through and we checked each other and made sure that the all of the lice was gone. Because no one needs to have that kind of thing going on. So uh, as a preventative for anyone who has not had this come across you, I would make sure you use hair products. Make sure you hairspray your hair. And ladies, if it looks like you're going to be somewhere that lice would be prevalent, pull your hair up and hairspray it. Guys, make sure you use a lot of hair gel in your hair. That would be my way to try and prevent this. We had not done this and we started doing this. I'm not usually one that uses a lot of hair products, but I do now. Now, as far as the lice go, this was especially terrifying for me. I have always had this fear of lice. Uh, back in college, whenever I was off-campus student in Commonwealth Baptist College, but whenever there would be a lice infestation or something, um, I usually stayed away as far as possible when that would happen. Uh, any of my friends will tell you I stopped hanging around with them for about a week when they would get lice because I didn't want to deal with it. I wasn't going to do it. But this particular time was a lot worse because I didn't just have to worry about them getting in my hair. I had to worry about them getting in my six-month-old son's hair, which, by the way, he just turned eight, eight months the other day. So that's great. Great to see him grow. But I also had to worry about them getting into my beard. Okay. See, you don't get told to worry about lice getting in your beard when you start asking people how to grow a beard. You don't get told that. They tell you how to groom it and how to care for it and how to uh, trim it. But they don't tell you, hey, there's sometimes you, you're going to have to be careful about getting lice in there. Yeah. Um, I uh, th Praise the Lord, though, that did not happen to me. But it was a very high possibility. So... The lice thing was a very, <laughs> I start talking about lice, uh, my head's getting itchy. But anyway, the lice was a very, very interesting moment. Would you say so? Yes, I would. And then we got to follow that up with a two-week quarantine, didn't we? See, what we didn't know when we were heading up to Michigan was that Michigan was the hot spot for coronavirus at the time. I think it still is. I'm not entirely sure about that. But it was the epicenter of COVID in the country. Well, my mentality traveling on deputation during COVID has been, well, if I get it, I get it. But, you know, Lord's, it's all up to the Lord's will. Well, we went to visit another family member's home and the husband caught COVID we didn't know it until it got tested, and my allergies were already acting up, so I really couldn't tell that I was getting sick until one day I woke up and felt like I got hit by a freight train. The next day I got tested, and sure enough, I had COVID. So, oddly enough, though, Rebecca and Luke never got it. 
they were in the same room, same house as I was. They never got it. So we ended up having to reschedule two meetings because of that and got to spend a whole extra week up in Michigan. But it was that was one of the more interesting trips because. I mean, we had to go into quarantine for 10 days. That was that was crazy. And what the government made you go through was absolutely. I mean, I, I've seen some dumb things that the government does, but the way the go- I had the I had the Kentucky Health Department calling me from up in Michigan, explaining to me that if I felt better on the tenth day of quarantine, they would quote unquote let me go. I'm sorry, I don't need the government's permission to leave anywhere. You don't tell me. You don't. I don't get to go. You don't let me go. I'm a grown man. I'll go where I want. I'm sorry. That's that's a rabbit trail of events that just happened. Anyway, getting back to the main point. Honey, shall we tell them the third thing that happened to us while we were up in Michigan? Well, you know, we had the lice thing. We narrowly escaped that. Then we... You caught COVID, and then we got through that, get back home, and find out that we had been in contact with someone who had the bed bugs. Yep. My second worst fear. Well, no, that's... No, I'd rank it number three. Probably heights is my number one. It's no... Heights, lice, and then bed bugs. But then we found out when we got back home from Michigan that we had hung out with somebody who had bed bugs and we had stayed overnight at their house. We spent several nights at their house. So naturally, we went through everything we owned, everything we had. But praise the Lord, that was another event that we skirted. We narrowly avoided that one, and that's all up to the Lord. I I don't know what I would have done had I found out my six-month-old had bed bugs. I don't know what I would have done. That would not have ended well. It, Yeah, here's my wife for more comments. So, and... I, I went. I was actually an in dorm student when I went to Bible college, and there were several rooms that got bed bugs while we were there. So I learned all the tips and tricks for looking for and taking care of bed bug infestations. When you stay somewhere, you should always check the corners of the mattress and the creases to see if there are little black dots. Those little black dots, if they're there, are going to be bed bugs. Especially if you're at a hotel. Walk out of the room, go downstairs, let them know. They'll have to take care of it. If it's someone else, you'll have to try and defuse that situation if at all possible. But if you do that, don't see any bed bugs, but then you get home or something like that. Like what happened with us and we find out that someone that we stayed with had them, but they weren't on the mattress we were at. Take all of your things that you have, put them in the dryer on high for a regular setting and then wash them and then dry them again. The heat from the dryer will hopefully kill them. You wash them and dry it again to get anything else that's there. Another thing that helps is using tea tree oil with a little bit of water and spraying it on things. They don't like the smell, so they'll stay away. Another thing that also works is you can get some uh, all natural sprays that are supposed to kill them or get rid of them from the stores if you prefer. 
But yes, those are um, two of the bugs that we ran into. Then we went to uh, another place and we found out that uh, the church had um, recently had a problem with someone came and visited. They had fleas and one of the church members found some flea bites on them. So we were trying to sanitize ourselves and make sure we didn't have fleas as well, which hopefully the teacher oil will keep them away too. Because teacher oil is supposed to be something that bugs all around just don't like the smell, so they'll stay away. But yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I didn't know this until she explained it to me that apparently tea tree oil is the gift to take out pretty much any bug. And uh, now the fleas one kind of gotten me. Because for some reason, I never really thought that fleas could attack humans that much. I knew they would get on dogs, and I've had several dogs with fleas, but I've never had to personally deal with the fleas. Um, I've never met anyone who did. So that was that was new to me to find out that, hey, fleas can actually be a real problem, and they can switch over to people. So that was very interesting to find out and very interesting to deal with. But as in the other circumstances, praise the Lord. We did not have to deal with it. It didn't affect us, and God got us out of it without having to deal with uh, a flea problem. So, praise the Lord that that happened. Um, these are just things that you have to worry about on the road. When you're a missionary and you're traveling the country, you're traveling around, you're going to stay in some strange places. You're going to stay in some church Prophet's chambers. Now, the prophet's chambers we found are really nice. But you're also going to stay in some prophet's chambers that are not so nice. And that have bed bugs, fleas, or all this stuff. So wherever you stay, you stay the night, you stay the week, you stay the month, wherever you stay, you got to know that. And you got to be prepa uh, prepared for it. So... It's just one of those things you have to keep an eye out on that at any moment your room could be infested with a little intruder, a whole army of intruders. And right now we're actually dealing with a current situation. Um, of course, the whole country is from what we're understanding, and that is the current uh, tick infestation in the country. Um, here in Kentucky, where we're at here in Moorhead, as we're taking a break, um, we have a serious problem with ticks. We cannot go outside without getting at least one tick on us. It's ridiculous. I've never had ticks this bad. So we started looking it up online for ticks and uh, for tips and tricks. Huh. Ticks. Tick tricks. Yeah. We started going online looking up for tick tricks. And lo and behold, we noticed several news articles that were saying that apparently it's not just in the Kentucky region. It's not just in the Appalachians. It's everywhere across the country. And we were ju we just came back from Florida. They're even having problems with ticks. It, I mean, it's bad all across the country. Um, I'm not exactly sure how, because I'd have thought that the frost, at least that we got here in Kentucky in past February, would have wiped them out. But I'm not exactly a tick expert, so I don't really know about that. Um, as far as the ticks, though, this, to me, has been the most dangerous one out of all the bugs we've encountered so far because ticks are known to carry Lyme disease. 
um, which is very serious. And there is a rare, rare tick, but I guess it ought to be mentioned, even though the people who get it are... It's very minuscule, the percentage of people who get it, but there's a type of tick called the Lone Star Tick. And this tick has been known to give people a red meat allergy. Now, before you start saying you're never going to go camping again, you're never going to go hiking again because you don't want to be allergic to red meat, I know how you feel, but the percentage of people who develop that allergy from being bitten by the Lone Star Tick is minuscule. It's extremely small. So your chances are very, very unlikely. That and the fact, I don't believe, uh, from what I was reading, there's not been a single case of the red meat allergy lasting longer than eight years. So yes, it would really be bad for you to have it for eight years, but at least you would get over it. It would just take a long time. Uh, I've never, I haven't read a single case of somebody dying from it or being hospitalized for it. I mean, probably when they tried eating red meat afterwards, but, um, so with ticks comes different, with ticks come different things, different worries. I'm more worried about the Lyme disease myself, but, um, Rebecca has been the one that has had the most ticks on her. One, I mean, I think the other day in about a four day period, I had one tick. She had five she found on her. So apparently her blood is really sweet and they like it. It's filled with sugar, but she's not a big fan. No, not really. I mean, any other kind of bug, you know, they'll bite you and leave you alone. A tick, a tick just creeps me out because they'll bite you and dig their head into you and suck your blood. And no, no, I'm good. Nope, nope. So we actually have had to start making sure we avidly use bug spray. And with a baby, you obviously can't use, you know, the really, really effective stuff. So I found some organic stuff that Luke and I use makes us smell like a citronella candle, but it works. We haven't had any ticks on us since we started using it. So I guess if all else fails, go to the tea tree and citronella and keep the bugs away from you. But that's been our experience so far. If you come out smelling like the garden section of Walmart, you should be good. She's about right, too. So I imagine most Walmart employees don't have a problem with ticks, <laughs> but you never know. Um, but yeah, this year has been very interesting and has taught us a very big lesson about dealing with small critters that like to join a party that they weren't invited to. So especially ticks. Ticks, ticks are to me, are not that bad. They are a nuisance, but they do carry a heavy threat of giving... Um, Lyme disease, a red meat allergy. There's even um, deer ticks to me are the ones I'm afraid of the most. Deer ticks can are very small and they can hide in the most strangest of places. I've had I've heard heard and read multiple stories of deer ticks hiding in people's ears for years on end and giving them Lyme disease. And um, I've heard multiple stories about that. So deer ticks are the things, some of the things I'm worried about the most. I've had a few of those on me in the past, but none of them have given me Lyme disease that I know of anyway. Um, I don't exhibit any of the symptoms, but it's been an interesting year to say the least. So um, best idea on how to deal with them, tea tree oil. 
be careful. Watch yourself. Exam every area of your body when you get a chance. Um, just be very careful. It's This is some of the stuff that you are not taught to look for or deal with on deputation in Bible college. They don't... That was the farthest thing from their mind about teaching us was bugs on the road. Well, bugs are going to happen quite a bit. So be careful for them. There's quite a few other missionaries. I think every missionary can tell you a horror story or two about them encountering bugs on the road. So this is not, it's not made up stories. This actually happens. So um, it's just very interesting to deal with. Well, honey, is there anything else you would like to add to this episode? Would you like to have a sign off for our audience, our listeners? Sure. Well, thank you all for listening. And hopefully we didn't give you the creepy crawlies telling you about bed bugs and fleas and lice and ticks and any kind of other bug you can encounter that we have encountered so far. Hopefully since we encountered them all within like one month that we'll be good for a little while. What do you think? I hope so. But then again, you know, the, they had those, what was it? The, the killer bees that were last year that we never really saw anything out of. I'm still, I'm still expecting those to happen any day now. So with our track record, that will probably come in July or August time period. Oh, I'm freaking, I'm freaking my wife out right now. She, she kind of has PTSD when it comes to bees. Long story. Don't, don't ask her about it. Cause she'll never, Oh, she wants to talk. Honey, we only have five minutes left. You don't have time to go through the story. Okay, I'm sorry, folks. She wants to go through it. Long story short, lawnmower, underground beehive. I got like eight stings out of it. Can't look at a lawnmower now without being afraid that bees are going to come out of it. Can't look at a bee now without being afraid that there's going to be a lawnmower nearby that's going to make them mad. And nope, Rebecca doesn't do bees. That was actually the shortest version of that story I have ever heard. Normally, she goes into like a 29-minute monologue about why bees are evil. They were made by Satan, and they all need to be exterminated. But, you know, she'll probably tell that story some other day. But anyway, thanks again for joining us here on Monday for Lati Talks. Join us again this Wednesday for Word Wednesday. It's going to be our last one of the first season. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Great lesson. I want to go over on healing your spiritual walk with God on recovering your spiritual walk with God. Great lesson, uh, biblical and uh, just something that has been a blessing to my heart. And I hope it's a blessing to someone else as well. So join us again for our last word Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. And remember this coming Monday, is going to be our last podcast for a while till September 6th. We are not abandoning the podcast. We're not stopping doing this. We're picking it back up on September 6th, 2021. Mark your calendars, September 6th. Thank you very much. God bless you all and have a great day. Mm -hmm.